To the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You're joined by your usual hosts here, Josh Hartley and Ben Porter. Ben, how are we doing this week? We're do- doing good. Um, we are into October now. I know, spooky season is upon us. Yeah, so we'll, I guess we'll probably have something appropriately Halloween-y uh, coming up closer to the time. Okay, we've got a month to think on it. <laughs> yeah, we get, you know, maybe we'll play a, a spooky game. Ah, oh, I uh, remember doing the... Uh, one of my favourite memories from this channel is doing the uh, live play of Atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, with Kenny and Lawrence. Oh my God, it yeah. was so good. Yeah. The original VHS yeah. as like, well. It was like so crap that it, it came full circle. But he was so creepy. He was creepy. Cause you remember, but maybe not for the ways that yeah. they were intending him to be creepy. Because, you know, do you know, the weird thing was... Because um, part of the thing in Atmosphere is that you have to ascertain, like, who the oldest member yeah. of the group and who the youngest member is. Young one. Right, but he would go, <laughs> I want to play with the young one. Aww. He actually said that. Mm. And the reason I know that is because I was, the, I was mm. the young one, bizarrely. You were. I was the youngest, and uh, I think we found out Kenny. Kenny was the oldest, yeah. and, which is bizarre because Kenny looked the youngest out yeah. of all of us. I think I looked the oldest. Yes, <laughs> so, but yeah, there you go. Do not judge a book by its cover. Ah, uh, that was that was good times. Good times. Good times when we could have like multiple people yeah. in a house together. Yeah, you know? he had the best costume as well. He was a uh, fellow from Adventure Time, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Uh, Finn is it? Uh, yeah, Finn. Yeah. Finn the human. I don't know. I, I've never watched Adventure Time, you know. You'd love it. It's great. I know. Like I've had so many people. It's, it's I've been, even got. I've I've been gifted an Adventure Time mug because someone assumed that I was into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would have assumed that you were into it. No, I need to watch it. Is it on Netflix? Uh, he says with an upwards inflection. It'll be Netflix or Amazon Prime. I'm not sure. Yeah, I I, I have Netflix. I'm, I'm not getting more same. than one. <laughs> I'm not getting more than it's, one. It's the same kind of. Uh, it occupies the same sort of space as like SpongeBob, you know those like those cartoons where, like, they are people, for children strictly speaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like like people of but people of all ages will be entertained. SpongeBob right? is a phenomenal cartoon. Yeah. Angry Beavers was like that. Did you ever watch you Angry want, uh, A little bit, but actually, um, I've got like a family uh, chat on um, on WhatsApp, yeah. right? And uh, my brother Oscar has a, a baby daughter. Yeah. One of his pals has a, a baby daughter as well. And another one of his pals, his wife is expecting and they're hoping for a baby daughter so that the three of them can form the Powerpuff Girls. I thought you were going to say Angry Beavers. That's Not Angry like, Beavers, no. You don't need three for that, Josh. <laughs> idiot. No, uh, so that's... And so I was saying, can I be Mojo Jojo? Did you watch Powerpuff Girls back in the day? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, cool. Because yeah. this is the thing, right, is that you hear Powerpuff Girls and at first you think, oh, that's a programme for girls. What are you watching that for? But It was awesome. Yeah, it was no- nothing like that. Yeah. Like, it, the... the, the, the the bare bones of the premise is it's like 
three little girls with superpowers. Mm-hmm. It was actually really funny. Yeah. The best episode, everyone says this one's what the best episode. What if you cartoons with blood in it as well? I know, right? Uh, everyone says this is the best episode, but it is the best episode. And it's where all the villains band together to form a super group called the Beat Alls. Oh. And it's all a parody of the Beatles. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Remember when we talked about like board games and stuff on this podcast? Yeah. Yeah. That... Good times. <laughs> well, I mean, like, we, we, yeah, we do still talk about them. We do, we do. We talk about cartoons a lot, though. Ah, uh, yes. Cartoons are awesome, too. That's yeah. the thing. There's a little bit of crossover from time to time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's been a bit of news, board gaming-wise, this week. Okay. Should we talk about the nonsense that's been going on in Magic the Gathering? Because oh, yeah. I've shared this I with forgot. you. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah. so, um, little bit, a little bit of background to this. Um, the past, over the past year, Magic has been like toying with the idea of using other IPs in their cards. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember which order this came in. So I'm probably getting it wrong, but there we've had. Godzilla cards. Well, yeah, I was going to say they've, they've not been toying with the idea. They've been, no, they've been just yeah, outright yeah. doing it. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I should yeah. say. So Godzilla themed cards. Yeah. Um, which, if I recall, I told you about them, and your response was, "What? Yeah." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah, and they've also done a. Um, they have these things now called secret layers, which are basically a limited edition product that's only available for a week right which okay. you buy exclusively from hasbro's website why, why do they call it a secret layer i don't know it's they don't make it very secret for a start so uh, it's not uh, in a layer that yeah can see. so it's on, mar- a, it's on a mar- website marketing get your act together really <laughs> like, it should be called public website <laughs> really if anything yeah if anything uh they've done a one of those themed around my little pony yeah, I, I, I like to think I'm fairly open-minded, but uh, bronies have just ruined my little pony. Let's be honest. We've done the brony story on this. Yeah, I'm just yeah. just gonna say what we're all thinking. Like, bronies are the worst. That's a that's gonna be a dying culture though. Now I hope so. Because that's Cause like ten it, years like, now. All joking aside, there's something quite repugnant about sexualizing. Like, I don't think they all sexualize. Yeah, them. but like that's definitely a thing. <laughs> it is a thing, but that's a thing of everything now. You know, and it's rule gross. thirty four. It's gross. Rule right? thirty four. It's like people that sexualize Pokemon. I know. I, rule thirty four. Just kill yourself. I I, I, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like that you try to like. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of a. Yeah, just like, <laughs> that, that, that would be easier. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but back on point, right? Yep. These so hitherto this event that we're going to talk about, these were basically existing cards yeah. with a different name themed around actual Magic the Gathering, uh, Magic the Gathering's IP of yeah, the multiverse. Yeah. And so like basically, like reskins of existing yeah. cards, right? So my attitude to them was, that's dumb, but I don't mind them existing, right? Yeah, like. Like most things, right? 
<laughs> most things I don't really like. Yeah, I don't mind it existing. Yeah. However, uh, the third one is now Walking Dead. Yeah. Like... So for a start, that, that's not even fantasy. Yeah. So that so it's jarring there, right? Because it's it's like contemporary sci-fi. The Walking Basically, Dead. Basically, right? yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's an apocalypse story. Yeah. Um, um, so it doesn't fit with the flavour of Magic the Gathering, at, like, remotely. Not like, because at, at least uh, the kaiju of um, Godzilla and the ponies of My Little Pony yeah. were fantastical. They, they, they would kind of, you can see them working in a sort of yeah. roundabout way. Yeah, there's something quite, like, dragon-like about Godzilla, right? Mm-hmm. My Little Pony are basically like unicorns. And unicorns stuff. and Pegasus and the like. Pegasus? Pegasi? Pe- Pegasi, I think. Okay. Yeah. Pegasi. Um, but here's the problem. These are not reskins of existing cards. New card. They are brand new cards and they are only available for a week at a premium price. I mean, I guess like the... So I... First of all, when when you say that um, they're brand new cards, they're not reskins. I guess the first thing that people screech with things like this is you know like game balance, and like they're almost certainly just going to be collectors' items, right? Like they're. Oh, this is exactly what they are designed. They're they're, yeah. they're going to go straight in a ban list. So or you know, there's no. There, there shouldn't be people like fretting about how they're going to affect the game in any way. They are just collectors' items. It's weird. I agree with you, and I, I like I, I. As I've said to you before, I, I'm I'm a big fan of The Walking Dead. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing that I can think is, because I said to you, the art that they use in these cards is based on the actors from the TV show. Yeah, rather than the comic, rather right? Rather than the comic, which makes me think that it's it's been like a tie-in promotion because The Walking Dead is entering its last season. I, I, I don't doubt that for a second at yeah. all. And, and I understand your point, and I hope that's what happens, of these cards that are only going to be limited, like available for a limited period, and they're going to be banned in gameplay. Yeah. Like, but here's the thing. Uh, within Magic the Gathering, um, you have what are called uncards. These are silver-boarded cards rather than black-boarded cards. Okay. Which are, and that's to signify these are not legal in normal play. Right? They didn't do that with these cards. These have the black border. So in theory, they are legal for play in a certain number of formats. I mean, I don't know I, what else to tell you. I mean, I, 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 it's been a long time since I've played any sort of competitive magic. They, uh, they don't seem. I mean, you busted you, or anything. You, you don't really care about that, right? It's no. just the fact, like, this is a weird promotion. That, that's it, that's the thing. Here's, well, here's the other thing, right? It's the, these are cards that are only going to be available for a certain, a certain number and selection of people, right? Yeah. yeah. Like these are the and. That I think that's what Jazz like Hero me. Quest. <laughs> Whoa, I mean I don't know why I reacted like that. That's that's totally justified in a viable <laughs> comparison. Yeah. Hasbro also yeah. like you uh, sons of bitches. Yeah, so that's that. I think that's the the thing. Like this is only going to be available for a, a short, very short period of time, one week, yeah. right? 
and no doubt they they're gonna go they're gonna skyrocket on the secondary market. Yeah. If for people who really want them, uh, and it it's just a bit rubbish. It, it's just a feel bad all round. It it feels like a cheap cash grab. Yeah. With the weird sort of IP that they're using, the fact that they're even using an IP at all, other than their own. Wait, wait, wait like licensed stuff. Yeah. Right. The only the only external IP that I, I'm like behind them using is the Forgotten Realms, because in a weird way I kind of think of that as being part of the same extended universe. It's not, as Magic it's not even anyway. an external IP, is it? Because it's always yeah. of the coast. So. So. Uh, I don't know. It's just a feel bad, and it's it's a feel bad on a top on top of a lot of feel bads in Magic: The Gathering over the last year. I have to say, yeah, a lot, lot of folk are quite scunnered with the game right now. Just you, yeah. I'm not completely out of it. Like I still enjoy play. I'll, I'll always enjoy playing it. Um, I love that game, but it's 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 been difficult to love that game over the last year. Yeah. Um. Whereas I, there are times that it's been very easy to love that game. Yeah. And that, I don't know, that kind of bums me out. It it bums me out because it's not just because of coronavirus that I'm not enjoying Magic as much. Yeah, it's the way that they're actively managing it that's been an obstacle for you, right? It's yeah. Not, yeah, that that sucks. But that I being mean, said... Th- it's, th- I mean, that... Rings true of what I've heard quite a few people saying about magic of late. So, that being said, you know they will always have time to you know fix things and to you know bring it back. I mean, I don't care for the game at all, so I'm just like, welcome. I know. To, welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I I have to admit, like I'm, I think it's been a combination of magic. Uh, not being in such a great place and the excitement of a new edition of 40k is that's yeah. been more my that's focus eclipsed that for yes. you yeah. uh, speaking of which yep uh, the first new codexes of the new edition are up for pre-order or will be up for pre-order by the time you're listening to this yes I'm, uh, I'm going to pre-order both I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna do what I said in a previous episode. I'm gonna I'm just gonna, gonna poke them on this. Gonna gonna get them all yeah. as they come out. So it's it's um as the poster boys of this edition it is uh, Space Marines and Necrons that are uh, that are going up for pre order with some models I think. With some models and with uh, data cards to go with them. Data cards, for those who don't play 40k. Just quick but, reference cards. Yeah, quick reference cards. It's uh, they're, they're actually really useful if you're playing the army. Uh, like, but important to say you don't actually need them. You don't. I will probably get them when the Death Guard ones yeah, come yeah. out. Though. Oh yeah, I've because got... Because they are I've really the, handy. Um, Nage of Sigmar, they call them War Scroll cards. Mm. I've got them for the Stormcast Eternals and the Fire Slayers. Uh, that, that being said, like... Sometimes I just forget to use them and just refer to my book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the books, I mean, uh, I, like I say, I'm going to pre-order both of them. Yeah. You'll be getting Space Marines, presumably. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we will report back next week. Yeah. After, so I think one, one of the things that I think is going to be most interesting 
first of all will be seeing like how they've amended rules and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, hopefully they've made Reavers a bit better, but I'm not holding my yeah. breath because they're already amazing and kill teams. So. Yeah, that's that's what they designed for. <laughs> but the um, I think the big thing is the the fact that all the codec, all the codeci, codices. You get I co- thought it was codices. Uh, codeci is also an acceptable. Uh, plural, I beg your pardon. Pluralization so. of uh, codex. Yeah. Um, that um, all of the books mm-hmm. going yeah. forward <laughs> much, much easier um, are going to have crusade rules in them yeah that's what I'm really looking forward to seeing Yeah, like, uh, that's what I'm most excited really about the Death Guard book I mean apart from all the other changes that they're, they're, we, they're, they'll we, be making we saw like sneak peeks of the Space Marine stuff and they have cool things like you if you've got a regular character you can have him cross the Rubicon Primaris and become, yeah, become a Primaris Marine, which I just that's ah oh, that's great. Yeah. I love it. I love and, it. And like the other the the one that I'm most excited <laughs> the character about character die and they get they get turned into a yeah, yeah yeah that's so that's cool. amazing yeah um and one of the things we do know that they have changed is do you remember before that like um Master Apothecary mm-hmm. um. Chapter master and all that with stratagems. Mm-hmm. Now it's a points based upgrade. Okay, so you're not spending command points for it. No, no. You, ah. you, it's um, it comes out of the currency for your. So it'll be interesting because this this is kind of going to lay the foundation for the rest of the edition, yeah. right? This is going to be ha- these are how these codices, codicai books are going to work <laughs> okay. are going to work going forward. So. Yeah. It's gonna be intriguing, but yeah, I'm 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 gonna to commit to collecting them all. I don't know if I'm gonna get every single forty k supplement though, because we've got two will be out this weekend. The um, there's the Crusade pack for the Necron space of uh, the, yeah, the galaxy. The Pariah system, isn't yeah. It? yeah. And we've got the terrain to the tournament terrain rules. Yeah, they they. Yeah. So here's it. All right, I thought, oh, okay. I suppose that's a good way of tournament play, uh, tournament organizers getting around, you know, having to collect an obscene but amount it's, it's of more terrain. stuff that you need to log along with you to a tournament. Well, here's the other problematic thing about it, and I did not think of this until I saw it in a. I can't remember for life of me which battle report it was, but someone made this point. It basically means gunline armies are just going to take craters. And just fill up their half of the border with craters, oh, so, yeah. so they've got oh. clear line of sight to oh, everyone. That that's so that's awful. Yeah. That's a, can you imagine that mirror match? Just like artillery lines, open field, yeah. just. So it's going to be like no man's land. Yeah. yeah. How miserable would oh. that be? And people will do that. Yeah. If, if tournament organisers get on board with these rules, people will do that. Yeah, people are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> that they are. That they are. Yeah, that's no, I, I'm I'm not a fan of that rule. Mm. I've seen I've seen tournaments implement like variations of that before. Like bring but but, but give it, guidance but be, on what you need to bring. Or it'll be you bring one terrain piece with you. Sure. So very often it meant that people would select a terrain piece that would... Suit them. Yeah. That's... Which is fair enough, right? Yeah. Because I think it's one of the things that most war game rules don't 
generally compensate too well for is the fact that historically most armies modify the landscape to suit their needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like, you know, like think about any army throughout history. They do right. Like, you know, sometimes it'll be earthworks. Oh, well, I was going to say, like the 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 example that springs to my mind was World War One with yeah. trenches. Yeah. <laughs> like, but then sometimes they actually will like build like readouts and yeah. things. So, on the one hand, there's an I, element of it that makes sense narratively. Yeah, but the. It's a, good, it's, a, it's a good idea, badly executed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get those. Yeah. Um, I, the, like, I was kind of curious about the Pariah Nexus Crusade uh, rule pack, but like, if, if we're all going to get Crusade rules in our army books, at, like of codices, anyway. well, the thing is, right, like, I think with, that would within, have... within our group, we've got a lot of people that are like keen, like role players and storytellers, mm-hmm. right? So the idea. I th- my experience is that what we work well with is a framework of rules around which we can build our story. Yeah. So I think the problem with a supplement like that, where it's telling you exactly where you're fighting, blah, 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 it's like, well, uh, we kind of want to go off the beaten track a little bit more. Yeah. Because we've already figured out which planet we're going to yeah, be duking yeah, it out on. Yeah, right? Arcar 4. Yeah. Yeah, and the Scourge Stars. Right next to one of the. Uh, the Great Plagues. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's uh, also to the galactic north of Ultramar. Mm. So, um, I think that years ago, I, I I was reading up on this a bit more, like when I was you know coming up with with stuff for the the Crusade we're going to mm. be doing. Um, I think this was where they did the first global forty k campaign. Was that car four? Was it? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I I I remember. High Fleet Kraken. Is that the Imperial right? Guard oh, or something like whoa, that? Whoa! Yeah. Right, yeah. I think you're right. Because yeah. I remember one of the big global campaigns when I was a kid was the War for Armageddon. Yeah. Which they need to do again. That'd yeah. be so fun. Just have like literally every faction focus in on this one planet. Yeah. <laughs> like. But yeah, so there there's some stuff there for 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 I I car four. I mean, forgive me if I'm pronouncing that wrong. I'm just yeah. No, I think you're pronouncing yeah. that right. Um. So uh, there's enough groundwork laid there that we can refer to source material, mm-hmm. but it's an entire hive planet. So it'll be like you know, well, it's been a number of years since that conflict took place. You know, we we might even be in a part of the planet like completely opposite where all yeah. the fighting happens. So. Well, and the nice thing with it being a hive planet it gives me an excuse to bust up my uh, terrain as well. Yeah, I got yeah, exactly. uh, the other year. Um, I got a, a load of uh, TT Combat is the the company uh, in Britain that make a load of MDF terrain, yeah. uh, which I've purchased a fair bit from. I've, I basically magnetized it all, so it's all. Modular, Modular, which is great fun. It works incredibly well for Kill Team. Um, It'll be interesting using it for 40k because you don't want your terrain to be too complicated. Well, you got got me a medieval castle last year. Yeah, Yeah. we'll get that built. Yeah, I'm saving that for when I I move to the new house now, Mm. I think. Um, But yeah, we'll get that built, get some uh, some Age of Sigmar 
on the go. Yeah. Speaking of which. Speaking of which. Uh, we were back at Soulbound this week, weren't we? Yeah, this is a great session. Uh, the party got split entirely. Like yeah. we were all on our own at some point. Yeah. <laughs> we're basically so um, following on from last time. We've outed this guy as a as a uh, Zinch cultist. Yep. And the magister who's hired us to investigate this cult, or or this thing that's been going on rather I didn't realise it was a cult until recently um, we've summoned him to the this building that we're in and as soon as he arrives uh, Tom's character lends a pieces out and he did, he did he's like, pieced out and he's without, gone without saying anything to anyone just disappeared and he's gone uh, to the uh, stormhold and informed the stormcast of what's going on so that's basically triggered the Night of the Long Knives with the Stormcast like going full force into the city to root out chaos. Meanwhile, us... Yeah, a lens has got something seriously wrong with him. <laughs> like, like, all, like, all joking aside, like that, that, that guy's got some, like, you know, he's got some serious issues, right? Like, because it's... But like Tom's played him really well, I think. Yeah, no, because he's it, fantastic. Because he's totally like this. He's totally got down pat the demigod that's been really badly stitched back together, <laughs> and isn't quite functioning correctly. Because it it's almost like um, sometimes he's totally fine. Yeah, he'll he'll have moments of calm and then he'll go. But full. then sometimes we'll get really aggressive but then there's other times it's like it's almost like he's regressed back to like this other personality mm-hmm. or this other role that he had so like the you know like the 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 classic example for for me was when uh, they went to confront the magister mm-hmm. and uh, and Dagram said I've had enough of this Alenza you deal with them and then Alenza said, I, I can't do anything to a magister. And it was as if like he forgot that he was a Stormcast Eternal or something for a minute. Well that was his law abiding his law abiding part. Yeah. But then yeah. At, at that point we didn't even suspect there was a hint of chaos at all. I'm sure if he Oh no, thought... we did. No, we we talked about this last time. Out of character, I think we did, but like in character, I don't think there was anything explicit to suggest that it was chaos at that point. No, there was, was. There was the the number nine all throughout the room, which we only discovered after that conversation. No, he said that there was the nine portraits. Did he point that out before? Mind you, like bear in mind, my character wasn't even in the room at this point. Yeah, your your character wasn't. <laughs> I was the eyes in the skies, as yeah. I normally am. And and then the guy ran away after that. Yeah. Um, but hey, it's all good. Um, but yeah, so back to the the mm. most recent session. Um, Alenza ran away to play Spanish Inquisition. While uh, the two of us hung yeah. with the Magister, we figured out who the nine conspirators are. Yeah. Because uh, he might, he was able to recognise features of all of them in these nine portraits. Uh, and so we were trying. We were initially going to guide him back to the Stormkeep, and then we saw 
everything going down and Daygrom having witnessed the Stormcast go full cleanse of chaos previously decided probably not a good idea to get this guy to the Stormkeeper at the moment because yeah. he won't he won't live long <laughs> yeah if they behave in that way again yeah so I think like like as as much as Alenza's Stormcast Eternal I think Dagram's probably out the three of them seen the most shit yeah so he, you're much older than my character anyway my character is quite young for Edwarden yeah yeah I think Dagram's like 230 yeah I'm in, I'm in my 60s which would mean that he would have been fairly grizzled even when the Stormcast first arrived mm-hmm. in the mortal realms yeah uh, so, yeah, he's 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 been around the block a couple times. He he knows you know this this isn't his first rodeo. He's seen how this can go down. <laughs> yeah, so he so he it's worth bearing in mind like for people that don't know much about Age of Sigmar, um, as much as people do perhaps rightly make the comparison between the Stormcast and the Space Marines, the Stormcast are still a lot more human. Yes. Than the Space Marines. Um, they they still... A lot of them still retain quite vivid memories of past lives. Um, you know, they can still empathise. Some Stormcast even, like, form romantic mm-hmm. relationships. Things like... They, they, they're not like a monastic order. Yeah. Some of them won't uh, be cool with levelling settlements to root out chaos. Yeah, so... Some of them, on the other hand, yeah, well, it, would this, be totally fine with this that. This is it, right. So the the Stormcast that are in charge of the Tempest's eye are the Tempest Lords, who are all from... I think it's specifically um, Hyshian royalty. So like they're, mm-hmm. they're all like nobles from the realm of light so it means that they are warriors mm-hmm. but they also have a capacity for like governance yeah they have an air of civility to them yeah so I don't think that they I don't think their plan was ever like full on like no. torch the city Dagram doesn't know that though exactly so you're acting as if that could be a thing yeah because he, he has seen some horrible stuff yes um, and also, if Alenza's behaviour is anything to go by... Yeah, murdering old men. Yeah, <laughs> cut an old man in half. Yeah. You know? That that will make people somewhat uh, reluctant to to go with your plans, right? Mm-hmm. So, so Dagram and uh, the Magister are currently hiding out in the Fire Slayer Lodge, and everyone else is on their way to the Lodge... And I, I think there's going to be a bit of a standoff. Yeah, a little bit. It'll be fun. Yeah, but we'll be fine. We'll get there, and we'll, we'll Scott. I promise we'll face the big bad at some point. <laughs> I think Scott's play like planned this for a while, and we just keep going off on tangents. <laughs> we got ambushed by um, uh, by assassins, so we had a little combat. That so. I found that kind of weird that it was elf assassins. What'd you make of that? They'll they'll work for anyone. You reckon? Yeah, they're 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 kind they're the kind of assassins that are going to be available to these cultists, like in the city, right? 
Yeah, I guess. I, I was more thinking that I, I thought it was um, someone who's involved in the conspiracy who's also quite high up in the conclave pulling some strings. I mean, that that's entirely possible. I think all nine were members of the... Of the um, at the council, yeah. No, I think I think I think three of them are. I don't think they're all on it. No, sorry, they're, they're all they're all members of this order of the eye. Order of the eye, that's what. I was but saying. three of them are actually on the city council. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, that was fun though because we haven't had a combat in a while, and even though it was very brief, it was yeah. it was still my character's pants in combat though. He's not. He's kind of pants. He's. He has a he has a, a function, right? Yeah. You you are the healer, right? Yeah. Whereas like Norgrand, my character, it, it I'd forgotten like how brutal he is. Yeah. Because I just like my first rifle shot, and Scott was like, "Yeah, you turned this guy into like some fine red it's mist." Not, it's not a rifle shot. It's like a pepper. Yeah. Gun. Um. We're going to cut that you, sound effect out. That, yeah. that probably didn't sound great on the recording. Yeah, sounded great in your head, though. It? Sounded amazing in your <laughs> head. <laughs> but the, so the, this is the drawback of your gun, right? Is that it hits everything. Yeah. So it means it means that when if when, you're in combat with someone, it's yeah. like I'm not going to be able to not hurt Ben. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry, uh, Daygram or yeah. whoever. It's actually like. Um, my first order of call is I need to upgrade my power pack for my Aether Rig and then I need to get like a weapon that I can shoot like when there's an ally in proximity you get like a rivet gun or something maybe? I've got a rivet gun but it has the same problem. Oh really? Okay Yeah uh, Maybe. I'll like... have a look at the inventory it's, yeah. it, it, to be fair it's on me like I, sh- I should have thought a bit more about like. Yeah, you could probably just get a pistol or something no? Yeah, there'll be things I can get. Yeah, because right. they've got loads of weapons. Like the, the other thing is, you could get like a a sky pike. Yeah, which would mean that you could fight in melee but keep your distance a little. It the fact is, I'm really good at like ranged combat. Yeah, yeah, that's that's your thing. Yeah, because yeah. like some of my previous RPG characters, all in good solo rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you you tend towards you, you don't really go with like melee characters, do you? I've never done it. No, no. I have no tell a lie. I've done um, know, Black Tooth. Black Tooth and uh I've done RIP. Yeah. God, I wish I could have played that character longer. Um and uh Elad Flynn, uh, the sheriff who uh, he was a fighter. Oh yeah. He was the, he was the guy who was a traitor. Yeah. But um we never got that far because he got killed prematurely. Yeah. That would have been an awesome showdown if he lived this long. <laughs> yes, you've not got a good track record with the melee characters, do you? No. I enjoy playing a rogue. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you you played a rogue in the Frogs and Farron mm. campaign, didn't you? We actually still need to finish. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, that's true, yeah. we. I mean... We got to a burning house. That's right, yeah. Sure, sure. Tom's got plans for that. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to that. He's got plans for everything. Yeah. Um, Fifteen sixty-five arrived. Yeah, I really want to give that a go. Yep. So we will probably play that at some point over the next week. So next episode, we'll have a bit of a chat about that. Give mm-hmm. you a 
a breakdown on it, I, I'm sure it's going to be good. Well, like I said last time, it's like we know mechanically it, it works well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, and I think I've not played all of them, but I think every Hall or Nothing game I've played so far, I've really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, I'd be struggling to think of a bad one that they've put out. So, yeah. we've we've still got Shadows of Killforce to to play as well. Mm. Which is, which is another card-driven, one. But it's the it's the, the Kill Force series is the fantasy. Universe. I backed uh, Veilwraith, on the uh, Kickstarter. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that'll I'll be arriving at some point. Yeah. So, uh, we'll have that's specifically uh, built with solo play in mind. Which, so. yeah, I think be quite useful under the circumstances. Under the given circumstances, very useful. Although a lot of uh, a lot of Hall of Nothing games work well with uh, with solo play. I know uh, ten sixty six. There's like a solo play mode. So yeah, and there's there's solo play. There's a solo play expansion for. I can't believe the name's gone right in my head. Lifeform. Lifeform. There's a solo play expansion for Lifeform. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's something that he seems to be quite big on yeah. Tristan and and I know like it's definitely something that the, the board game industry in particular has been really pushing of late I think people have been getting into it a lot more like, particularly like again with current circumstances but even leading up like even before any Covid happened yeah I think that was something that people were more interested in. I don't know. Like I, th- I think it's not something I would na- naturally just try. The I think. Reason... I think for me, like you know, if I feel like playing a game and my and I'm on my own, I tend to just play a video game. Right. So, like the thing that I really enjoy about tabletop games is the socializing aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, like. I'm not against the idea of trying out so no. the fact of the matter is I very, I very rarely even play like video games like all the gaming I do is social to yeah. some degree I mean I, I I remember back in the day I, I played the Arkham Horror mm. board game solo quite a bit um, it, it, how did that work as a solo game oh it, it went horribly <laughs> Yeah, but I suppose that's but it's you, to be expected. All you do is you're just controlling multiple characters. Mm. So that's yeah. an example of a game that's very easy to play. Yeah, and, like, and I'm thinking of like other cooperative games like Pandemic would work as well. Yeah, because it's just you, you you play it like mm. the, 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 the lingo the kids are using is double-handed. Double-handed, I'm not, I was not familiar with that. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So it's, you You know, usually you're controlling two characters. Uh, I actually have some solo scenarios for Age of Sigmar I need to try out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, one's like a, a dungeon crawl mm-hmm. against, uh, you, you use whatever faction you like and it's against, I think, no, I think you use three heroes or something like that, mm-hmm. and it's against the basically the the night haunt contents of the Soul Wars box. That's cool. So it's like a little dungeon crawl. 
I think it uses like uh, AI tables, things mm-hmm. like that. So I'll try that out at some point. Kind of surprised actually that because they they did they put out a couple of solo scenarios uh, during the lockdown, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm kind of surprised it's not something they've done a bit more because it feels like I think the the fact of the matter is uh, certainly in the UK for most of the UK that's not even true anymore. <laughs> I was going to say for most of the UK, with the exception of Scotland, you can visit other people in their homes, but actually vast swathes of England you can't do that now yeah exactly so. which is why I would you know I would have thought that you know you know companies like Games Workshop mm. is, I'm not saying it is in any respect the same or a replacement for playing a two player game but it's like it's, it's better than not playing at all yeah absolutely right? yeah so it, it'd, be, it'd be nice to to see I think companies coming up with some more creative ways to allow people to participate in their games mm-hmm. throughout this because I, I think that um, I think going in and out of lockdown could be the new normal for a little while yeah yeah at least until like vaccines are in full circulation which could be a few years Fingers crossed not, but yeah, normally, like, if, if, if we weren't in an emergency situation, that's kind of the normal time scale for a vaccine to get released. It's actually but, five. Yeah. But, I, I didn't want to say that. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I, no, I, I know, I know, yeah. but uh, we're in an emergency situation, so yeah. apparently a few countries already have vaccines out, whether they're safe or actually work is anyone's guess, but... We'll see. Um, one final note. I won my first Blood Bowl League. Hey. Yay! This is the Tall Hat Brigade. Tall Hat Brigade. I made it as difficult for myself as possible, though. Right. All I needed to do was win my final game. Right? Mm-hmm. In fact, I didn't even need to win it. I needed to draw it right. against the AI who were right. playing Nurgle. Okay. You're really building this up. They they beat me in the last turn, Ben. What? They scored a, tr- a touchdown in the last turn. Did Look, you... I know, right? I'm I'm ashamed as well. How'd you manage that? I, uh, right. It, th- there was th- there were a, a series of bad decisions. It's basically the short version of it, <laughs> but. Um, I ended up trying to pick a fight with the Beast of Nurgle. I've got a guy who has Dauntless, which is a skill in Blood Bowl. That means you can pick fights with guys bigger than you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, tried that in the first turn. That didn't pay off. He knocks me down and injures that guy for the rest of the game. So, like, my best fighter in the whole squad is now out. Right. Uh, and, yeah, I couldn't break through their defense at all. And they score against me in the last f***ing turn of the match. So, what that meant was to win the league, I had to play in a playoff against Stevens Ogres. Alright. So, I did win that match. Obviously. Because I I said earlier I won the league. (laughs) Spoilers. Yeah. Um, 
but oh my god, I, I, I was so annoyed at myself for losing that game against the AI. And it's one of those things when you do something like that in a game, right mm. after you do it, you're like, why did I even do that? Mm. <laughs> I, <laughs> While you're watching it play out, you're like, why, did, why have I made no, this that was a, That was a bad decision. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I've, I've done that before in games. The one I remember was... Um, towards the end of 8th edition I was at mm-hmm. a tournament and uh, the guy issued a challenge and I accepted with oh my, no why I accepted with my standard <laughs> and it's, uh, I don't even know why I did that you know. <laughs> if, he, if someone's had, issuing a challenge yeah yeah and he, like there's a reason yeah yeah and it, it was like a, an assassin with like all the poison mm. at least you Accepted yeah. was that your battle standard bearer? Oh Ben. Yeah. Oh man. Mist- mistakes were made. Hey, I didn't it, say it happens it was, to all of didn't us. Say it was a good idea. Yeah, it happens to yeah. all of us. So. And it, it was it was one of those the like right after it happened, like, I don't even know why I did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's it's yeah, it's funny. Do you know? Do you know the reason I did that? It's because I have this guy with Dauntless. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm obliged to pick a fight with him. Yeah. Like even w- w- regardless of whether it's a good idea or not, often it is a good idea. It's a bit. It's a bit. I I feel a bit like that with my with my slayers on my dwarf yeah. team. But that, but yeah. that's pretty much what they're there to do. Yeah, that is, and that's why I'm saying often it is a good idea, but not always. No, not always. Usually it is though. Here's the thing. Well. Is the thing with the the, the beast Nurgle slow, right? And that's how you beat him. You don't beat him in a yeah, fight. You, you, you just run away. You <laughs> you leg it. You keep yeah, out of his way. It's it's what you do with tree men as well in that game. Yeah. Like you just stay away from them. So yeah. Uh, but it's all good. Worked out in the end. I win my league, and we're now into the next league. I'm running the tall hat brigade again. Because Michael. Stephen's taking a break, so we've got uh, Michael, myself, uh, Sam, and Nick. Sam is running a new team. He's gone chaos. Nick has brought back his uh, high elf uh, team, the 420 Club. Um, And uh, uh, Michael has brought back uh, his uh, uh, wood elf team, the Queer Hawks. now I've played Michael and we drew nil nil. Uh it was such a weird game. Really? Yeah. Oh, That's weird. So the thing is so the thing with wood elves is they're dodgy yeah, and yeah, sneaky. Just beat them up. They don't make that easy for you though. <laughs> it's not like they're le- they're landing their players next to you. Oh no, I've I've had some good games against wood elves. Yeah. Where and by good I mean like they've had like four left at the end mm. <laughs> oh don't get me wrong I injured a lot of them but yeah. uh, I, I didn't quite um, it, they're, I, they're, I, not, I, they're I, not a proper Blood Bowl team what else no what are you on about they're the, really good the no if you can't if you can't fight in Blood Bowl you've got no business being that's a... all the elf teams all the elf teams do yeah, that I stand by my statement <laughs> all the elf teams and uh, Kislev 
the Kislev Circus do that as well. As I said before, I stand by my statement. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, one of the smart things that Michael did, because he, he had a fair bit of uh, uh, inducement money, uh, he he bought uh, he used that to buy a tree man. And that tree man beat the crap out of some of my guys. Oh, yeah, I mean, and, and elves need all the... Well, they, they need that, because <laughs> Lord they, knows yeah. they can't do it themselves. They need all the punch and power they can get. Mm. So interesting season so far, but uh, no, I'm still loving Blood Bowl. Um, still, still playing a lot of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't expecting it to just turn around. And, oh, I hate it now. Yeah, yeah. Just, I've won a league. It's rubbish now. Yeah. I re- no, I won a league. I retire for life. <laughs> just like Michael Jordan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like two seasons later, come back in. Come back after playing Guild Ball. Yeah. For, for a bit. <laughs> Guild Ball. <laughs> well, you timed that badly, didn't you? I, I know. That's yeah. why I came back. You just canned it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm still enjoying that, so I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. Um, but yeah, uh, we've been wittering on for quite a bit, given that, given that we came into this episode with no plan no. at all, really. Well, it's a bit difficult to plan given that as as much as I, I think some people maybe feel that we're quote-unquote back to normal, we are. We're not. And that that's very much reflected in the way that a lot of the games industry is operating at the moment. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, there, there's still like stuff going on in Kickstarter all the time, but you we're still not quite up to like the full volume of releases no. and things like by and large things are not normal in any walk of life let alone our little thing nope but uh, hopefully it comes back to normal sooner rather than later not holding out hope but but yeah there's there's, there's still Things positive things happen. I think like one of the things that we'll maybe look at is um, that I think might be helpful going forward is like we'll maybe do an episode where we cover off uh, good games to play on your own mm-hmm. and then we could maybe do one that's good games to play with just two people not necessarily yeah. games that are like designed as two player yeah, games yeah. But, but games that work well with two people um, it might help some of the listeners with some options for, for things for the foreseeable and the other thing we could look at is uh, good uh, tabletop games that have got a good like digital version mm-hmm. there's a lot of them as well yeah yeah. let us know if that's something that you'd be interested in hearing about mm-hmm. absolutely and uh, I think on that note Yep. So we call it an evening so thank you very much for listening guys and until next time take care bye bye Thank you.